Have you ever been grieved in your spirit? In this series, Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, will discover with you how God amazingly answers Daniel's prayers, providing great insight into what is coming upon the world. Join us as we discuss Daniel 7 in detail. Welcome everyone to Answers from Scripture. Charlie and I have been talking about the great uh, prophecy of Daniel 7 and how it compares to Daniel 2. Charlie, if you don't mind, I'm going to fill in some blanks that we kind of left out last time. Uh, in these powers that arose, uh, uh, Babylon was conquered by the Medes and the Persians. And uh, that period of time was about 331 B.C., um, in the Battle of uh, Arabella. Hope I'm saying that right. Um, and then uh, it was conquered by Greece, the Medes and the Persians, uh, by Alexander the Great. And his four, the, the animal that had the four heads, the leopard that we talked about that conquered at great speed, had four heads. And you made mention of how... Uh, the uh, kingdom of Alexander the Great was divided among his four generals. Those four generals were Cassander, Lysimachus, uh, Ptolemy, and Seleucus. They all had different parts of the kingdom. So now we're going to get into this fourth beast that was dreadful. And uh, maybe we can start with uh, Daniel 7, verse 7 there. What do you think? Okay, 7, verse 7. You want to reread that one? Uh, I can do that. Well, yeah, actually, actually, we actually we read that. I just saw that from last time. But let's let's reread okay. that and pick out a few things I'm here. I'm going to read this to uh, out of the easy to read version. So that's my speed. It says, after that. Okay. <laughs> in my vision at night, I looked, and there in yeah. front of me was a fourth animal. It looked very cruel and terrifying. It looked very strong with large iron teeth. I, I don't know about you, that would scare me to death if I saw that. This animal crushed right. and ate yeah. its victims. Yeah. I mean, it didn't just <laughs> it crushed and ate them and walked on whatever was left of them. Yeah. The fourth animal was different from all the animals I, I saw before. This animal had 10 horns, okay? And that's T-E-N horns, not T-O right. horns. <laughs> so 10 horns. <laughs> 10 horns, so, yeah. So, yeah, so I, you know, just reading this, yeah. I'm, going, I'm impressed with the fact that uh, how Rome, Rome did things, and we've identified this as Rome earlier, and how it was, a, not only did it crush, mm -hmm. you know, its enemies, it uh, it lived off of them and ate them, and then you know it says walking whatever left it, it it took them into the empire, and then you know they paid tribute and just kept on growing the empire with all that. So and then we see that not only that this animal ends up with ten horns, much as in Daniel two the iron legs ended up with ten toes. So uh, very interesting. Yeah, the comparison is uh, cannot be denied that this is actually Rome that eventually uh, fell <clears throat> and was divided into 10 divisions. It's always funny 
that once, uh, as it was with Greece, when it was uh, when it fell, it was divided into four, and with Rome, it was divided into ten. That happens to powers when they fall; it gets uh, divided up. But we will see, uh, maybe like I say in another study, even more information about this great beast uh, that came up out of the scene that had these teeth and of iron, et cetera. One thing that I have uh, noticed in the study of Daniel 7, this beast or all of these beasts are actually repeated in Revelation 13, uh, particularly verse 1 and 2. We actually see a composite beast made up of all of the beasts. I'll, I'll read that one. It says, then I stood on the sand of the sea. This is John the Revelator. And I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, <clears throat> and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was, now catch this, like a leopard, that's Daniel 7. His feet were like the feet of a bear, again Daniel 7, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. So uh, that's going to be an interesting study when we get into that portion of Scripture comparing Revelation with uh, this in Daniel 7. You know, it's interesting that you're bringing up Revelation now, and I, I may be talking out of turn, but it's at, in the end of uh, Daniel, it says to shut up the vision until the time of the end, right? In fact, I think that's in, yeah, that's in Daniel yeah. 12, 4. It says, but you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time mm -hmm. of the end. And it's interesting that Revelation helps us unlock Daniel and vice versa, right? And so, so, mm -hmm. right. So the book of Revelation had to be written for us to fully appreciate everything that Daniel had written. Yeah, it's a, it is an exciting thing uh, and also very sobering to think that we're living in the times of the feet of the image and in the times of that combined uh, beast of Revelation 13. Uh, and it's also, uh, to me, very encouraging to know that the Bible uh, interprets itself and we can see how it was fulfilled in history. Uh, sometimes, though, Charlie, people try to take these beasts and project them into the future. Uh, even beyond the second coming of Christ. And it's just, that is so unfair with the scripture. If you let it flow, it'll lead you right to the truth. Right. Yeah, we need to let it flow. Uh, Eddie, I'm looking at our time. And I wanted to get a little bit more in depth into mm -hmm. the difference here. Because as we said, there is the four beasts. Right. But there seems to be an emphasis on the horns. Uh, and this little horn power, which is right. not mentioned in uh, Daniel 2. So this is part of the expansion of our knowledge. I mean, the other part that isn't mentioned is this whole, you know, we see, in fact, uh, the coming of Jesus in Daniel 2, but we hadn't seen this judgment scene. So again, expanding on the second coming of Jesus is this judgment component. Right? So I, I, this is, very, again, right. once again, very mm -hmm. exciting when we see how God will tell us something and then tell us more detail because it's almost like something has to sink in <laughs> to our brains first and then we can understand the next yeah. part 
And that's what we're seeing here. We've seen with both the little horn and the judgment scene there. And uh, I, uh, I'm going to say that as a teaser because I think we need to close out this version of uh, or this uh, episode of Answers from Scripture. And uh, we can start up again uh, next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Answers from Scripture. Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, hope you'll join us for each episode and subscribe to this podcast. For more information, go to www.answersfromscriptureonline.com. That's www.answersfromscriptureonline.com. And for your personal Bible study, go to our Discover Bible School page. That's at bibleschools.com slash 1514. That's bibleschools.com slash 1514. And to contact us directly, go to afsepisodes at gmail.com. Thank you.